Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solve. We've spoken about habits quite a bit. And the concept the one I want to talk to you about today is, is not a fully formed thought, but it's something that I've done quite a lot of thinking about. And it's the difference between organisational habits and personal habits. And when I've thought about it is when the, or the majority of my content so far, when I've been speaking about habits, has been about um, people habits and individual habits and how do you influence individual habits and if we think about the uh, the standard definition of culture uh, as being when I say the standard definition of culture the, the the standard definition of culture that I use it might not be the same definition of culture that you use but it's fundamentally to me um, can be defined as the sum of all of the habits and when I've thought about this a little bit more it's the sum of all the personal and organisational habits equals the culture, because organisations they have um, habits that are not necessarily driven by the people. What do I mean by that? So what I mean by that is there's there's routines that happen irrelevant of the person. There may be some um, some meetings. I guess there might be like uh, your daily conversations, your huddles. Um, those are an organisational habit if they happen every single day. In fact, let's take a step back. Actually, let me let me try to define what a organisational habit means to me. Organisational habit. Um, if we follow the same route as habit, so it's routine. It's a routine that happens automatically. And the difference between an, uh, an organizational habit and a personal habit, I guess, is uh, an organizational habit is not dependent on the same person or people every single time. It could be. like I've got a newsletter that's called um, That Won't Work Here. Other phrases that were here are things like it's the way we've always done it. I think if we expose and understand those, then we start to uncover some of the organizational habits and it might not be what each individual does every single time but organizationally they are regular routines that happen automatically or with little or little conscious thought so like your daily meeting structures problem solving start and finish times lunch breaks Walking past pieces of rubbish. Now you might think of these as personal habits. But if we role model and if everybody or people believe that that's what everybody does, it might not actually be what everybody does, but then they start to become organisational habits and the norms in the organisations that people are working. And your 
starting point for this might be that you can change organizational habits by changing personal habits and absolutely you can but you've got to understand what are the organizational habits that you want to influence that you want to change because if you if you treat it on a one-to-one basis then there's that's a lot of individual habits i was talking to somebody just um, a couple of days ago about going to the gym and how much does the environment that we're in influence our personal habits and this person said they work away from home like like me and they go to the gym habitually when they are working away from home but when they're at home they don't go to the gym when they get back to the hotel room the kit is laid out on the bed that's the cue to trigger the actually and it's frictionless so they just finish work go to the hotel room the kit's there they get changed they go to the gym they come back then they have their evening evening meal so there's a lot of habits or routines stacked on top of each other but influenced by the environment they're in and it if they were working at home, they would not necessarily go to the gym as often because the cues are not there. So they're just the routines influenced by the environment we're in. Some people pick up rubbish when they walk past it, irrelevant of where they are. Some people are more likely to pick up rubbish when they are at home than when they're at work. And that could be due to the reward that they feel about keeping the, the, the home nice and tidy. In a work environment, they might see everybody walk past the same piece of rubbish and be blind to it because it's just not what happens in that environment. So I think we need to separate out organisational habits and personal habits and appreciate that there is a link between the two. But we may need to consider them separately understanding that organizational habit habits are not reliant on the same people or person there's um, a few books that refer to cultural architects and those people that shape the cultures in organizations and Leaders, some leaders could be determined or described as cultural architects because they'll role model and influence the habits and behaviours of a lot of people. So organisational habits, to uncover and expose those, you can look at at a macro level, when does something happen? When do things happen? continue like repeatedly automatically with little or conscious thought from anybody and what do you need to do to break or build those habits so if you're if you're trying to introduce a new daily meeting structure which we spoke about a number of times that can be or that is an organizational habit and whether somebody is in work or off work what you're trying to ensure is that organisationally that habit remains. It's not dependent upon the person or the leader. It just happens. And to build that, you still can, can consider the habit loop. That's still relevant. But the answers to the questions might be different. 
because you, you're factoring in a greater population of people. So firstly, if we think about belief first, does the team believe that that will help or solve a challenge? Do they believe it's the right thing to do? What's the prompt that is required to trigger the activity for many people? What's the routine that takes that, that happens that is inclusive of everybody? And what's the reward for the team? So how will the team benefit? There may be some personal benefits, so the leader might get something, each individual might get something that further reinforces the organisational habit. But fundamentally, how will that team benefit? And how can you ensure that the team gets rewards? So like on a, on a, um, a huddle, a daily conversation, a new meeting uh, structure, there's a lot of focus on the engagement of everybody. A lot of focus on the team moving forward together, achieving goals and targets and measures together, celebrating success together, intimacy, getting to know each other. All things are how the team can benefit. And each individual within that team might get something different from it. So fundamentally, there are organisational habits that we need to consider to allow everybody to move forward together. And there are personal habits that can form a part of or they can be completely exclusive. And I think if you consider both aspects, it can help you shape the environment that you're trying to create. What is the, 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 the environment, the bubble that you're trying to create in your team, in your function, in your department, in your business, within that system, that ecosystem, how do you want people to be? What habits do you want the organisation to develop to provide structure and organisation and a degree of and an element of control, but not control as in it di dictates the the how everybody does something, because you need to still empower and enable and foster creativity. But it's okay to have structured control in terms of the organizational habits because you're trying to bring people together to reach a meaningful goal and you want to win together and achieve your business's outcome, your team's outcome, your function's outcome. So that's really part of my reflection for the last week is the importance of differentiating personal and organizational habits and asking yourself both questions. What, is, what are the habits that we need to create organizationally or team for the team? And then, and then considering the personal habits as well. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you differentiate organizational habits and personal habits? Or is one a, a, a direct function of the other love to know your thoughts and as always if you want to get in touch please do lee at getknowledge.co.uk um, or contact me on any of the socials when i say any of the socials i mean the ones that i'm on um tiktok insta linkedin have yourself an amazing week and just consider whether you agree that you can change organizational habits 
by changing many personal habits. But what does that mean for you? What does that mean for your team? What does that mean for your function, department or business? Organisational habits are the ones that provide structure and organisation to enable you to move forward together. Define the environment that you're trying to create and you can do that through your vision, you can do that through your values, all sorts of different ways. But what's the environment that you're trying to create? What are the habits that the organisation needs to develop? Irrelevant of the individual person. So if somebody was off, would the things still happen? That for me is key and that's the difference between organisational habits and personal habits. Have yourself an amazing week and we'll catch up next. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the Business Problem Solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.